relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt, who needs it? We're young, we live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world, might as well have fun while we can and save the series separately. Yeah, but wait, wait, what happens if you fall in love? What? Well, you don't believe that, do you? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, but promise that you'll never be lonely, come up with the thought of being someone's one and only. Welcome to Sarcastically Optimistic Podcast between you and me. This is a conversation that we have about random things that will help us kind of shift our perspective on life uh, as a whole, you know, what we can do every single day to make us better people and be a little, even a tad bit more grateful for whatever comes in store for us in the near future, whether it be sarcastic or optimistic, whatever it so be it. I really hope that you're enjoying this podcast as a whole if you are a listener uh if you're new here welcome i'm really glad that you're here i wanted to start off this podcast episode by prefacing that i rewatched a movie recently uh it's a very small indie film i highly doubt that many of you have heard of it it's very very small it's called inside out by uh, pixar it's a very unknown company but with the recent announcement that there is a sequel which again i don't condone sequels to any really really good film which you know fortunately enough that inside out is except Spider-Man 2, which was just magnificent. Um, there is going to be a sequel, and it just really made me want to rewatch it, And because it is one of those films that has really made an impact on me as a person and really makes me think about my emotions as individuals. And if you haven't seen it before, it basically personifies a lot of your emotions, whether it be anger, sadness, happiness, all that joy, excuse me, um, and kind of... It brings you on this journey of this girl that's going through a really tough move to a new city and um, we're following the journey of these emotions as they're helping her embrace the change and coping with a lot of things that she's lost you know like friends and and just being in a new environment is is really scary and it's something that we've covered in a previous episode but this episode I really wanted to cover uh, what exactly the message of Inside Out was and why it was so impactful for maybe not just me but for many many people so inside out again uh, all the emotions are basically people right anger is anger uh you know it's kind of you would expect it to be one-sided joy is joyful sad is just plain blue and sadness um disgust right so all these characters are just living and breathing creatures <laughs> inside of us that um react to certain uh, that kind of take the control of our you know minds and our emotions uh, depending on the scenario that we're put in right if there is something that we're really fearful of then of course fear is going to take control and it's going to freak out and it's going to make us freak out but the real lesson of this and again it sounds one-sided this kind of story that they put together because it's just like okay sadness is going to be sad joy is going to be joy uh, and all the all these uh you know things that you would kind of just predict already from the get-go but as the story goes on, you kind of see the development of these emotions, especially with, again, they're tied to a character, a girl, who is going through a very sudden change in her life. And you would think that a lot of the things that she would be joyful for, like moving into a, a bigger space and, you know, this idea of meeting new people, you know, you would think that joy would take control, but that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes fear or even anger will take control because she was so used to what is familiar with her, which is very relatable for a lot of us when it comes to things of just something that's novel, right? Something that we didn't choose to do. Like this girl 
you know, her parents chose to move and she didn't have any say in it. So that's when it starts becoming three-dimensional, even four-dimensional, where she kind of decides that, or these emotions are kind of deciding what emotion is going to react this to this scenario. And, you know, the main emotion that we follow is joy and we follow her through the the muck of just going through this situation because joy has always been the the leader of the emotions in this little girl's life and now that we're in this new environment this new chapter in her life it's not as joyful in the beginning and just to spoil the movie a little bit yeah you know again the emotions all of them anger frustration uh sorry not frustration sadness all those emotions find a way to come back together and the girl understands you know that this is a new chapter in her life and she can't do it without any of her emotions and it kind of gives more dimension to these emotions that they're just not one-sided that they can only stick to one emotion that they're tied to but rather they kind of live off of each other right and the biggest point of this entire movie was that sadness is a necessary part of life it's something that we all have to go through in order for us to understand what happiness and what real gratefulness is to to understand that what we don't have and be grateful for what we do have and that is probably the main message i took away from the movie and kind of steering clear of the movie a little bit it resonated a lot with a book that i read a long time ago that i'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard of which is called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck, I believe. And it was the, just to, you know, jumble your memory a little bit. It's the first introduction of what we call scarcity mindset versus growth mindset. And a lot of people say, oh, it's just mindset, it's just mindset. But thanks to Dr. Carol Dweck, she really kind of isolates the different kinds of mindsets that exist. And this is probably a term that you've heard of before, scarcity versus growth mindset. It's probably something that we've covered in a previous episode. But to delve a little deeper and to flesh it out a little bit, what it means by scarcity mindset means that you approach the world thinking that everything is fixed, that nothing is really changeable, everything is kind of predicated on something that's already going to happen and it's not in your control to like to do, right? So let's just say that you go into your math class and you you get your first F because like you really didn't understand the the concepts and what were introduced for that test. Now you, with a fixed mindset, of course, you're going to, or a scarcity mindset, as they say, or you know, scarcity and fixed mindset are basically the same thing. A scarcity or fixed mindset would say, okay, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. Period. And it just ends there with no additional attempts to improve or anything like that. Now, you can already tell where the growth mindset kind of fits in, where you do believe that there is improvement, that as Carol Dweck says, that life is fluid. And I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's exactly the quote that she uses to describe life. Life is fluid. It's not fixed, meaning that, yes, it is viscous. It is thick. It's really hard to get through, she said, but it's something that you can always have control over. Right. So let's just say that we have the same scenario in which you failed the test in math and you have a growth mindset. Maybe those concepts you didn't really understand because you didn't put enough time into it. And you realize that maybe this is something that's going to require a little bit more work. And for the next test, you know for a fact that you're going to put in more hours to understand these concepts more than you did previously. And you know for a fact that if you put that time in, that you can actually not get an F next time. 
And that's what our growth mindset is. It's believing that everything in life can be improved in some regard, and it's not going to be fixed. It's not like something that's like soldered into the wall for you to read and forcing you to go through, but it's something that can always be seen as something or as an opportunity to, to actually grow in some regard, right? As we said. So why am I bringing this connection between this literal psychology book and a Pixar movie? Well, because like we said in Inside Out, the main message is that happiness, true happiness, can be cultivated through past sadness is basically what's happening. In the in the movie, you know, sadness was touching memories and all these happy memories, and she was kind of infecting it with sadness. And uh, when she picked up the memory, it started to grow blue instead of like this bright, very radiant yellow. And by the end of the movie, they realize that happiness and sadness kind of go together because if it weren't for those sad times, if it weren't for those things where things were really scarce, like, you know, love or any sort of circumstance where we are now, where we don't have that scarcity anymore, you know, like, let's just say that maybe I didn't have any money in the past and I was really, really bummed out about it. And, you know, it's something that we all go through. But then when you finally, you know, pick up the skills and you finally, you know, do things that you love for a living and you get paid for doing it and you actually get an income, you start to realize that that scarcity, that, you know, that lack of, you know, financial freedom or financial independence wouldn't have given you the same amount of gratefulness that you have for the income that you've created for yourself or the skills that you allowed yourself to be equipped with. So just like the movie, when we have scarcity in our lives, it is scary. It is really depleting energy-wise, and it just feels like the world is testing you. It's testing you to see if you're going to really adopt that scarcity or fixed mindset that we're talking about, to, to believe that things are not going to change, that things are just not going to move just because that you are you know, you know, know, doing as much as you can to do it. Rather, understanding that those moments, it's something that my mom always tells me is that every down has its up. Because, you know, when a roller coaster goes all the way down, it seems like it's going to hit the ground. But little do you know that going on a downwards trajectory, the only way is up, right? Because it, sooner or later, that roller coaster is going to curve upwards using that same momentum that you felt when you're going downhill. And it's going to pull you into just an altitude that you'll never ever realize. So if you picture a roller coaster, like I said, where the you know you're going downwards, the reason why the dip is so large is because so it can shoot you further and further upwards, higher than you can ever believe. So rather than thinking that sadness is something that we can avoid, we should embrace it as something that is necessary for us to kind of build an understanding or appreciation for what we have next. There's a famous entrepreneur, um, Alex Hormozzi and Layla Hormozzi were talking about how, um, if you ever really got into them or like read their books, they always talk about how uh, Alex's partner basically stole money from him, right? Like he, they were making good six figure money and his partner ran away with the money and they had nothing. They literally had nothing. And Layla kind of turns to him because he was just kind of devastated and really distraught by the whole experience saying like, I don't, you can leave me if you want. You know, Alex was just, you know, couldn't feel anything. And Layla said, just imagine what great of a story this can be if we recover from this. 
And it's something that we can all adopt because that is exactly the pinnacle of what growth mindset is. Understanding that these low, low chapters in our lives are necessary for us to grow a unimaginable appreciation for what we are going to have in the future. And although it may seem bleak in the moment, right? Like going down from, you know, in the roller coaster, going downwards, you're going to think you're going to hit the ground. But little do you know that it's going to curve upwards and it's going to deliver you into a state that you'll never, you have, you would have never been able to reach if it weren't for those down times. So out of respect for my mom, yes, I realized over the years, especially going through college and going through high school and going through my career that every down does have its up and that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's just up to us if we choose to close our eyes to it and pretend that there is no light or we can just open our eyes and see that there is opportunity, that life is fluid, that life is a place, a blank canvas of improvement. And although it may seem that it's all fixed, that it's something that we cannot control, because there are a lot of things that we can't control, our happiness, our appreciation, our gratefulness, those are the few, very few things that we can control. And if it weren't for those sad times, if it weren't for those really, really difficult times, I don't think we would have or we would be appreciating where we are now or where we're going to be in the future, especially those who are listening that are going through a really tough time right now. I just want to let you know that you're not alone, that you've got this, right? And that whatever you're going through is going to make for a great story in the future. It's kind of like when people are saying like, oh, we're going to laugh at this in the future, although it may be embarrassing now, we're going to laugh at it. And it's the same thing. We're not going to laugh at it, maybe, but we're going to look back at it and we're going to realize how much that we did improve. And the main lesson is that, yes, you know, you are, you are going to emerge from this real big pitfall as we see it in life with more strength, with more gratefulness, with more happiness and appreciation for what you are going to have or what you have already. So just know that these are necessary times, whether it be a sad time, whether it be a devastating time, and especially with the world's world right now, whatever, what we're going through currently, we're going to emerge stronger and better than ever. It's basically, it's tough. I know it's tough and you shouldn't discount what you're going through, but you sh also shouldn't discount the fact that it's going to be better, that it's, it's going it, to, it's a necessary part of life. And you are going to be stronger than you are today, tomorrow. And although it may not feel that way, more times than always, a new chapter is beginning in your life. And life is just testing you to see if you're, gonna, if you're willing to push through, if you're willing to persevere through whatever you're going through. So I hope that you're doing really well. I hope that you're taking care of yourselves. And if you feel like you're not taking good enough care of yourself, then at least you're aware of it. And hopefully you can take action, whether it be really big or extremely small, like drinking more water, that you're doing so and doing it rightfully so as out of respect for yourself. Um, so I love you guys. Thank you so much. I really hope that you adopt the growth mindset after this and probably watch Inside Out one last time uh, before the sequel comes out and kind of makes you question why did they make the sequel. So I love you guys. I really hope that you have a blessed week, a blessed day, wherever you are. Um, if you really like this episode, please tell anyone. It really helps if you, uh, yeah, leave a review on Spotify or anything that you're listening on. And just spread the word, I guess. So, yeah. All right, guys. I'll catch you guys later. See ya. Yeah.
Baby, baby, baby. Why you always smoke a J, but like some watch and make them through to the pad I'm trying to play. The Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait, don't let me pick no karaoke. Don't even know what I'm saying. Up B, up B, and down B, now be playing. Playing.